Hi guys. <laughs> My, My name, name is, is James. We talked over each other. No, I was hoping you'd just go and welcome to this movie's oh, game. And welcome to this movie's game. Oh, that's what we should start doing instead of saying Hi, my name's James. My name's Corwin. And welcome to this movie's gay. We do three, two, hi. hi my name, name is Corwin. James, and welcome, welcome to, to this movie's gay. Oh man, we were we're in harmony even when we speak. That's what they say was so great about the original Powerpuff Girls cast. Because we're in harmony. Yeah, they could just speak and be harmonious. Okay. Oh, Corwin, Corwin, Corwin. There's a follow-up I gotta do. Okay. Not based off from last episode, based off from last night. And last night, for those of you who are unaware, we are recording this episode very, very... We're recording this the day day it released. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the day it released. So, uh, last night we did a, a Marshland Media... Live stream. Live stream where we tasted fried chicken sandwiches. And you guys from were fast food restaurants. You guys were drunk as hell. And we were drunk as hell. Everyone except for James, because James is straight edge and he does not drink. I also don't eat meat, so And he doesn't eat meat. So he had I was behind some the camera. vegetarian hot dogs before and we I'm came gl- over. I am glad I was behind the camera so I could make sure we had some audio issues. Yeah. But we were able to correct it in the moment. But I would like to follow up about drunk promises. Okay. You Oh God. Did promised, I promise something? Yes. You said, James, tomorrow I'll be here at 3:30. We did move it to four, but that's on the people who recorded before us. You said, James, I'll be here feeling great with LaCroix and Mio in oh, hand. I did not say that I I didn't promise that I would have LaCroix and Mio. I said, oh, I should bring LaCroix and Mio. Just to bring it back up but i didn't promise that because i know myself and i know that i immediately forgot about that i also know you that for some odd reason you are always late it's like you are constantly missing the bus or the train uh well so it's either oh james missed the bus i'll have to uber or, but I do want to point out that me being late is usually like within 5 minutes oh, yeah. it's ne- i'm never like super duper late but sometimes i'm also super early it's just a crap shot but most of the time if i am late it's like oh we're meeting at four and i'm there at 404 and i'm glad with you usually being late instead of early because most of the time i'm still working up until you get here yeah and i'm aware of that and that's why i am like i'll get there right on time or right after I'm not worried about getting here early unless you're like hey i need you to get here early so that we could do this whatever yeah Otherwise, I'm like, all right, I'm going to be on time. And hey, guys, if you are going to someone who is an audio engineer for recording, especially rappers, don't show up early, very early, because guess what? Your engineer's probably masturbating and will be very upset that they could not finish. (laughs) All the time. Oh, my God. Rappers would knock on our side door and I'd be like, oh, my God, why are you so early? Because usually they're very late. And you're like, I ha- I thought I had another 10 minutes. Just get it going. Then I have to hide my boner <laughs> in front of like rappers who are so machismoed up. Oh. You're like, bad. why do you have a boner in front of me, dude? No, I, t- I, 
I tuck it. Oh, and speaking of that, <laughs> I try. I almost tucked on camera while you guys were refilling, and then you came in and you were like, "No, James, no." <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Okay, good. And then I shoved you off camera. Yeah, and it was a comedic bit, guys. But Corwin, what's today's movie? Actually, before we get into the plot of today's movie, well, first, what's the name? <laughs> okay, can I have a moment? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> okay. Uh, no, just for the, to say the name of the movie. Before, yeah, what's yeah. up? God damn it. Corwin, what's up? <laughs> Is it the ceiling? Uh, yes. What's up? The ceiling. Yeah. The lights, the action. The cameras. We're the World Mine from 2008 was the movie that we watched. Oh, this is an old movie. This is 11 year old. Yeah. It's like, pff, if you had a child in 2008, it's as old as that movie. <laughs> Yes, that checks out. It does. That so, math is there. Does this follow the same exact plot line of a midnight summer dream? I don't know what a midnight summer dream is, Isn't but I hope so. A midsummer dream. The <laughs> name of not that either. What is it? It's a midsummer night's dream. Okay, I was close enough. Is this the same plot as that play? No, but it does have a lot of elements from it, yes. Okay, so hey guys. If you've seen that play, you know the plot of this. It's just reskin for modern times. There's musical elements I mean, to not, it. <laughs> that's and not true at all. There's some sensual activity between men, women, men, men, so women, let me women, principal, coach, play. You're not wrong, but you're wrong. Actors, musicians. Well, the musician, well, I guess she did have some lesbians in love with her. Not lesbians, some girls in love with her. Yes. So basically, this this movie takes the element out of A Midsummer Night's Dream where Puck makes people fall in love with each other and sort of mixes all the lovers up, except the character that is playing Puck in the movie does it to his whole town because they're all homophobic. So he makes all of them fall in love with each other, but gay. Yeah. It's beautiful. So yeah, our protagonist is a an out gay kid in high school, and he's being bullied and all of that. He is encouraged by this mysterious drama teacher to audition for a Midsummer Night's Dream. Because and he does, and he the has world a, is a play or a stage. The, the world's a stage. I actually had this written down because I, I love the way that she said it. I love every line that she says. Honestly, she's great. I thought she was a little she's extra. From, she's from Twin Peaks, I think. But she says, all the world's a stage. Awaken and explore or something. Wait, Jesus, I can't. Corwin didn't have it written down, guys. I have it written down. I just can't fucking read my writing. Right now he's looking at a picture book. You know, the caterpillar who's hungry. Now he's picking up a give a cookie to a mouse. Oh, and you better believe he's got the scariest world from Richard. Oh, it says all the world's a stage. Awaken and enjoy what's within. Ooh, guys, if the world's a stage, you better believe I'm on there fucking ready to get naked and shit like Gigi Allen. <laughs> Do you have to like poop right now? Like what's no. happening? No. What's wrong? I'm not. So yes, the protagonist Corwin. is encouraged to audition for the Hold musical on. play. I have to make poopies. Oh my God. I'm kidding. Don't make I don't. the poopies. Um, so <laughs> I love that I, yeah. Okay. So he auditions. We find out he has an angelic voice because the Midsummer Night's Dream that they're doing is 
a musical version, which James was unaware of. So yes, Shakespeare did not write the musical (laughs) (laughs) Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh yeah, they're they're doing this because it is public domain. And then Corin goes, it's not a musical, James. They had to write all of these songs. Yeah. So, but (laughs) if what's his face did poetry and it rhymes, you just Shakespeare. Yeah. I have a follow up to that, but let me get through the plot. So the kid auditions, he gets cast in the role of Puck, which is a very major role in the the play and in their version of the musical. Yes, as well, sort of centered. And he is sort of crushing on the rugby team dude, captain, I guess, maybe whatever he is. Corwin, a quick clarification. There are no major parts, just major actors. Cool. So he does the show and while he's doing it he's being picked on by the other rugby guys some of the rugby guys are in the show as well and he is trying to get his lines and the mysterious drama teacher miss t i think tebble is what they say her name is later but she's like read it with rhyme or something like that and he is studying his lines later and suddenly hallucinates a love potion which he makes which I do have the ingredients for this. Okay. It's water. Water. Salt. Salt. Two prunes. Two prunes. Whole flowers. Whole flowers. And a lit match. A lit match. Mix that in like a steel bowl. Just Big like, old mixing bowl. Uh, and you're just, uh, you're swishing it around. Swish you. Swish it. You don't have a spoon swirl. or anything. You just swish it swirl, gingerly. And then I guess put it in a flower. And then sing, and then a flower oh, yeah. will, will miraculously appear in your hand, and it will give, uh, if you put it on on people's eyes, whenever they open their eyes, the first person or thing they see, they will be in love with. Hey, Corwin, can which I... Which is part of the show, is the flower and love and things. I, I do think Timothy should have sprayed his dad so he'd love him. His dad was a straight up asshole His dad wasn't in the movie Because he said to his wife And son said I don't want my son to be gay And if you support the son You can just get out of my life as well Wife He kicked the son out The wife was forced then to choose Between the son and the husband And she chose the son which is great I love that she's done that She does have some of her hang ups But we can talk about that in a minute so he takes the love potion and then he just he starts being picked on. So he's like, you know what? Fuck y'all. And then puts it on all of the eyes of the entire town and makes them all gay. And then the drama teacher is finally like, all right, we've had our, our learning lesson. Let's resolve all of this. And it's resolved. And guess what? The jock was in love with him the whole time. Called it. Oh, my God. All it changed was his dialect because he started talking Shakespeare. Yeah, everyone that got the potion sprayed in their eyes started speaking in the flowery language that one usually associates with Shakespeare. The internal bard. Because the, the bard, internal bard? Yeah, the he lives inside, inside of you. <laughs> He's in your heart yeah. eternally. He's also, you know, in playhouses. Inside. Inside. Unless okay. it's Shakespeare in the park, then it's an outdoor guy. All right. So what was one of your things that you were saying that I was like, all right, bye, and continued through? The mom. 
The mom says, this yeah. is not just your problem. Yeah. Man, I friggin' smack that mom that, yeah. with intelligence and wokeness. <laughs> that So this movie is from 2008, and the problems that I have with the mom, I like the mom. She does come around. She does have growth, all of that. But one of the problems is that she, and it doesn't really acknowledge it at all, is that she refers to her son being gay as his problem. And it makes it her problem as well. And being gay is not a problem. And then she's saying, I have to come out every day as well. Yeah, which, like, get over it. Yeah. And also, no, it's you're not dealing with the same stuff he is. Now, people are looking at you crazy because you're like, my son's gay. Um, oh, or and queer. not being very, but doing it in a weird way. I don't know. Yeah. I'm proud of her for, for yes, supporting her son publicly like that, but it's not the same as him having to deal with coming out. Yeah, how so, she brings it up to people. There was this rapper in town, I won't say his name, but in Muskegon. Uh-huh. And at parties, he would just come up to people who he has never spoken to, and he'd be like, yeah, I'm a rapper. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you weren't a part of this conversation. This is now very awkward. Then he'd start rapping in their face. He'd corner people and rap to them. Amazing. Yeah. Corner those people and tell them that your son is gay. I wish she would do that and then just hit them every single time they try to say, man shall not lie with man. Oh my God. And then just punch him in the face and then just say her son's gay. And then as soon as they try to say it again, just punch him in the face. It did make me think that one audience that we need represented as a guest which i have no idea how we will find someone like this because of our age is a parent of someone who is queer oh i know plenty of those oh for real yeah okay let's get them on i don't in the area oh that's yes that's the hard part damn damn unless i don't really it would be also cool if like a guest who we know could have their parent on with them that'd be kind of cool yeah, that'd be sweet. We should do it. We got to get some friends with their parents. Hey, guys, let us know. Bring your moms and dads here. I mean, I'll make James stop saying dirty things. Unless the parent's cool with it. What if I'm the parent's cool dirtier it, than me? Then I'm not cool with it. <laughs> yeah, so the parent had that. But I. the funniest part... When, the movie is great. It's a great movie. It is. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it, despite our, our quick synopsis spoiler thing. It, Corwin, it's just a really great movie. Quit looking at the screen. I am I just got really loud, so I was just making sure I wasn't going over. It's now fine. You're too, Whatever. Now you're too quiet. Shh, James. Shh. Now it's you're fine. so quiet. It's, too, it's, it's fine, James. It's Do fine. Do a it's stage fine. whisper. This is it's a stage. Fine, James. Yeah, it's there fine. you go. It's going to be fine. Well, no, no, this is a stage whisper. Actually, you might know more (laughs) because you're on stage more. (laughs) This is a stage whisper. I'm going to talk as loud as I can. No, this. I'm looking away from James and I'm talking, so it's a stage whisper. Yes, there you go. Oh, my God. That's not accurate, but okay. So I also just wanted to talk about the. So when the sun is going around and like spraying the flower in everyone's eyes when his mom's new boss Nora Faye is like oh your son is gay and 
freaking out he just walks up and he's like i got you back mom and then walks up to the bus and just sprays the fuck out of her and then walks away and the boss is suddenly in love with the mom and that was beautiful and they neck hard it was so beautiful speaking on the mom getting a job the son early in the movie says hey we need more support pretty much saying that and then she's like i did get a job then we find out that she's kind of doing like a cutco amway type deal of uh, selling you could, you could there's makeup companies that do this too yeah i, I just don't know what, any yes, of them that's right why now. i said what's cutco that one with amway? the pink car that i don't know oh my it was God. on that 70s show yeah but is fanny may one of those yes it might be I don't know. Yeah, let's say it's that. Fannie Mae. But then I put down, once we found out it's that, this could have been a conversation. Mom says, I got a job. Son says, dealing drugs. And then the mom would say, no, worse. Dealing makeup. No, <laughs> worse. Yeah, because I almost was a Cutco salesman. I went to the orientation. I got the job. And this orientation just preyed on teens. Oh, yeah. And it was... A small room with like 20 teens, yep. most of which I knew in yep. either senior year or fresh out of school, just like, hey, w- even if you make one sale, all of you were making bank. See, I also sold Cutco. Well, For- I actually did sell it. Yeah. Whoa. I just realized that I wouldn't make any money because I, I'm afraid to tell people that I rap. <laughs> so how could I just try to make people buy a product that, hey, it does cut leather, but unless you're a leatherer. The thing is, you have to like buy the kit and then sell it. And oh. it's just like that. So yeah. And that's, I sold it because I was pressured by my parents to get a job Same. and to do this. And I told my mom the job and all that. And she's like, well, you're taking that job. And I'm like, all right, guess I will. I bought the kit. I sold enough to pay for my kit and a little extra. And then I uh, I quit. Yeah. And that's what I did. Because they also like, so it was in Bartlett and I lived in Covington at the time, which is a pretty decent like 45 minute to an hour drive. So they're like, oh, you've got to come into the office like once a week and all of that. And they also like wanted to do like team meetings and shit additionally in the week. And I'm like, I can't go to those. I am not making enough money to drive all the way in once a week to give you my like, these are the appointments I made. This is how much time I've done this and give me more rope and leather to cut for people. So I was just like, nah, I'm not going to that. They did have me go as part of their team to like their big, like big meeting with like all of the people around uh, the, the area. Region. Yeah, the region, the regional meeting, whatever, um, because I did sell a decent amount. Dang. So, yeah, um, but it's dumb. I never, I actually had other people that, so they, you know, once you sell a bunch, you like set up your own like Cutco sales branch or whatever. And one of them setting up a new branch after I'd been out of it and in college, they like messaged me and they were like, hey, I heard you blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ignore. No, yeah. thanks. I got enough to keep my knives and that's what I wanted. How are, do you still have them? Yeah, they're great. Yeah. They're fucking great knives. Like the, the whole setup for selling them is, is fucked up. But yeah, guys, here's the, the knives are great. Here's the moral of the story. Buy Cutco. Do not sell Cutco. <laughs> uh, they set up at like, like markets and shit too. Sometimes it's weird. 
It's weird. It is. Uh, so, th- oh no, you go. No, I, 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 we got so sidetracked. I don't even remember where we were. Oh, okay. she was selling makeup. Yeah. yeah. Great. So this movie starts out with sports in school. They're playing dodgeball. And it reminded me, were you ever good in sports? I'm decent. Yeah. Yeah. I am not except swimming. I was a really good swimmer. I'm just a, I'm a big boy. And but also like, yeah, I'm, I'm decent. I am decently coordinated and that's why i was good with the little bit of dancing that i did in college not enough to be like oh yes i'm a great dancer but i i'm coordinated so i i was decent i was and still am a sensitive boy sensitive boy so once we were playing flag football in sixth grade and i caught the ball and made a touchdown And luckily I was so far ahead that I could like quickly wipe away the tears of just like, (laughs) I'm a man, I'm a man before anyone like came up and was like, hell yeah, James. But I still, but then once they were congratulating me, Uh, I had to like be like, yeah, yeah. And turn around and just start tearing up more. Like I would have made my father proud today. (laughs) Yeah. That happened multiple times. Beautiful proud of you you're a man for catching the football james i I don't like i'm scared of the football i mean it flies at your face yeah balls flying at your face are they're spooky and they had a song about that in this movie they sure did zelda williams herself sang it about balls flying at timmy's face just not the balls that he likes i wrote down that i'm not good at freestyling but neither is her she's not good at rhyming Yeah, neither is her. (laughs) Let me speak. Oh, okay. So if Shakespeare can just do what he will with the language, I can too. I don't want to hear anything, at least on this podcast. TC will keep making fun of me on what the hell mouth. If you comment on me talking improper, you want to know what? What? I'm just going to yell Shakespeare. Okay. Shakespeare do good well with word, okay? (laughs) So me twos. <laughs> it's poetic uh, as I speak improper. Live your best life, James. And the I'll best one I will live. Project judgment. Oh, but that's no. just my natural state of being. Only God can judge me, okay? Okay. And I don't believe in God. <laughs> so no one will judge me. I judge you. Except no, I do believe in God because I do think like satanic imagery is really cool. So you can't have <laughs> demons and Satan without God. So unfortunately I'm pigeonholed into believing in God. <laughs> I am stuck believing in religion because it's cool as shit. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, live your best life, James. Is I all I gotta am. say about that. Live your best life. Would you? We were speaking about Shakespeare. Would you? Uh, would you do a song to Shakespeare? Would you? Would you rap uh, some Shakespeare? No, that's corny as fuck. <laughs> I'm surprised I like Hamilton as much as I did. I I think that it would be a challenge for you to be able to do it and not be corny as fuck. So. I started and stopped. I tried to get into Hamilton maybe 10 times for real. I would start the first song and once I'd go 1770, click. I'm like, (laughs) nope, nope. This is goddamn Broadway trying to do hip hop. But I knew Lin-Manuel Miranda way before then because of his freestyle group, uh, Freestyle Love Supreme. They were on College Humor a bunch Mm -hmm. and they're very good. They're very funny. I didn't know, but I'm going to say yep. 
Uh-huh. So I knew he he knows the art form very well. And I was like, God, this is so fucking corny. Anyone in the same ballpark, just for real, buy the CD and force yourself to listen through to all of it and you'll end up loving it. Yeah. But yeah, that 1776 New York City. I just clicked. Nope. I, I'd feel ashamed. I'd have to. I feel like I needed to shower like. Oh, no. Why did I listen to I that? I want you to find some Shakespeare to rap, and you can change some of the words and, okay. and, and all of that. Well, it'd take away words, like move things around. Syllable count. Y- yeah, to give yourself a good a good rap and, and do some Shakespeare. Oh, but his I rhyme see, schemes I are see so you be able weak. To do it. That's why you, I said you can edit to make them better. Uh but, but then I'm just it like, can't be corny. Comp- well, MC Lars has done it with. Uh, well, I guess he wasn't rapping Shakespeare. He was just rapping the plots of Shakespeare. He has a really good one about. Yeah, I want you to sort of do that, but, but about just, Hamlet, but just like you know, just like a soliloquy or something, or or like a scene or a monologue, whatever you want to call it. I want you. I want you to do that with some Shakespeare. Did I tell you when I went and saw Macbeth? I thought that I was like, oh, I know Macbeth, but then realized, oh no, I'm thinking of Hamlet. And I was like, I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck is going on. Uh, it's so funny because my, I had another friend that came and she was like, oh yeah, it's Hamlet. And she was watching it. And then as soon as Macbeth and Lady Macbeth kiss, she was like, wait, what? Because she thought that the guy playing Macbeth was playing Hamlet and that yeah. Lady Macbeth was Gertrude. And she was very confused. And she was like, I'm not watching Hamlet. I'm watching Macbeth. Yep. Same thing happened. I Sort of with Nicole and as well. I, it's so... How? I don't it literally, know. Literally, the poster says Macbeth. I know. We, everything says Macbeth. And as soon as we start the show, like, there's Lady Macbeth and Macbeth. I like, just... I thought MC Lars had done a Macbeth thong, Beth thong, and <laughs> I love Beth thong. Hey, I am liberal with words now. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Corwin. I I think you can do it, James. If anyone can, you can. Yeah, it's just fucking weirdo Ooh. with too much time. I, I guess. We need that. We need that for an episode. We need that to throw back for this episode. But I'm... Oh, there are actually other gay-themed movies that have Shakespeare in them that we can watch. So, yeah, Shakespeare. Let's see what notes I have. Dodgeball beginnings. Were you good at dodgeball? Were you bad at dodgeball? I was okay at it. Like, I could catch them. Like, dodgeball, I was good at catching the ball. Unless it was... Uh, we would have like soft dodgeballs. Uh-huh. Uh, those ones I was great at. The the ones that sting. I don't want that anywhere near me. The the rubber ones that make the very distinct bouncing sound. Yeah, I was also a crazy person in school, so people were sometimes afraid to do a throw at me. <laughs> I had a temper, very bad. One time, someone called me Jamie, which I used to go by, but at the time in this school, I knew school going by James. They called me Jamie, and I friggin' threw a basketball at it. Yeah, basketball, that Midwestern accent. Threw it at him real quick and just started punching him. I was in third grade. Oh, my God, James. Brent Kowalczyk, what up, man? Oh, my God. Then we became friends. Well, punch your friends. Don't do that. Don't punch your friends. Play Mega Man Legend without letting me play. That's mean. Yeah. I was not great at throwing the balls. Well, I was okay at throwing the balls. 
I mostly just dodged them, though. I would literally, I'd just be there. People were like, oh, there's Corwin. He's chubby. I'm going to hit him with it. And then I'm like, ha-ha, and dodge the ball. And they're like, oh. And then I would just pick it up and hand it to my friend who yeah. was a great thrower. And I'm like, all right, fuck all y'all. Yeah, it's called dodgeball, dodge not throw ball. I'm good at not getting hit. That's what I my claim to fame is. I don't get hit by balls in the face, unlike Timothy. Or Max. He got hit. Oh, yeah. Well, Timothy hit Max. So they were jokingly. They were trying to fit a like a high heel shoe, a woman's shoe onto Max, just like in a montage scene. Yeah. And it reminded me a lot of me at a going out of business sale at Payless because they are like, there's some high heels. I wonder, can I fit? Well, no, they didn't have men's sizes of shoes. And because I'm on an extreme budget, I just went over to the women's size and had to try on a bunch of shoes to be like, okay, well, what's the men's equivalent of women's shoes? And I found them. They're right there. I have a pair of high heels. They're 12s, I think. And I wear a nine and a half. I don't know what size I wear, even in women's. Well, cool. You got some shoes. That's I think I'm a the 10 and a half in, in men's. And then you're probably like a 13 or something. Cool. I don't know. I don't know the equivalent either. I just know that I have some big old red heels that I wear and uh, they fit. Shopping women's shoes, y'all. That's important. I also have on here the high school musical number because they did the dodgeballs. It was a dance and it was very high school musical-esque. And I don't know when high school musical came out. I'm pretty sure it was before this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I think the third, the second one, I remember watching to be like, what the fuck is the hype about this? And that was probably seventh grade, and my seventh grade year was 2005. Mm. So it's probably around then, I think. It could have been 2008. I don't know. I didn't look that up. I don't care to. I don't either. But there's a high school musical sort of number in here. And it's Cor- great. Corwin, you want to know what else is important? What? Don't call your kids sugar. It's gross. Also, don't yell Shakespeare. You, her calling her son hot sugar, well, the... The beginning of the movie was a little rough, but the mom being like mad that he got hit in the face and just being like him saying it's an accident and then her just knocking all of the dishes onto the ground and being like, that was an accident too. It was such a huge flex of just, hey, now you have (laughs) to pick this up. That would be like if, if I don't know the equivalent of this, of me saying something's an accident to you. And then the the his friends are just like it was dodgeball. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, fuck." Oh, okay, <laughs> I chose a dramatic moment and it was wrong. It would be like this. If I accidentally turned up your headphones too much and I'd be like, "Oh my god, it's an accident." Then you just took the microphone out of the the holder and just slammed it on the <laughs> ground and you said, "It was an accident." <laughs> it was an accident, James. Are your ears bleeding because mine are? Same could be said for Frank. You know, Frank, Frank just friggin' smacks his tuna fish can off from the table and he says, that was an accident. And then the bullies in the school did a lisp at him because they're shitty And so people. original. And then, oh, the teacher, the teacher. Let's talk about the teacher for a minute because I love her. She is basically, I'm just going to assume that she is Tatiana or Titania, sorry. Um, the fairy queen. So there's Oberon and Titania in Midsummer Night's Dream. She's Mrs. or Miss T 
and she sort of is fairy-esque and speaks in this weird flowery way and and I say flowery as in uh, elevated Shakespearean way and she's got some really killer lines but her first interaction in the movie was also great because she's just like you will not disrespect a soul in here and it's like oh yes yes live that teacher life and uh, put those kids in their place and speaking of like fairy type deals we were trying to come up with what Willy Wonka yes, is. Yes, because I thought Willy Wonka was fae-like and in I D&D said, sense. And James did that, and I just looked at him for a minute, and I was like, I think he's more of, and then James finished my thought, a, a gnome. gnome. tinkerer. Yes. And then we decided he's three gnomes in a trench coat. Yeah, guys. Hey, if you ever see Willy Wonka, push him over. It'll be easy to. <laughs> You'll push the top over, but the bottom two will stand. Unless they're, like, interlocked. They're wearing harnesses together. Yeah. They're harnessed or, I mean, together. No, I mean, like, interlocked, like you're holding on to their little legs. And like, then you're, you're holding like worm, the legs like a backpack. They're worm-like, so they're, you push them, and then they do that that one toy that's blown up that you, like, punch, and it falls to the ground, and yeah. it gets back up. Ooh, that's like Willy Lonka. Or maybe they're a wibble don't wobble, but they never fall down. The wibble wobble, Willy Lonka. Willy, Willy Lonka. Lonka. I keep saying that. Willy Wonka. I mean, it fits with uh, with uh, What's-His-Face's the old Willy Wonka where he comes out and the cane gets stuck and then he Whoa. does the tumble and flips around. Yeah. yeah. Totally gnomes. So speaking on the makeup salesman lady. Nora Faye. Yeah, so she was just so angry that Donna's son is gay and just like, he's a homosexual. That's unnatural. And I just exclaimed really loud, this bitch was a lounge singer. She should be fine with this. It fits. Yeah. Type. I mean, this, bit, this old bitch is a lounge singer. At least a picture looked like she was a lounge singer. I, I guess don't she, think her character was a lounge singer, but that's she very much carried herself and acted like she was a lounge singer. Or maybe like a rockette type deal, but a rockette would still, that's still the theater. Yeah, just don't be homophobic, y'all. Yeah, guys, be a lounge singer. Don't be homophobic. The world needs more lounge singers. I love that when Timothy was in the classroom or whatever, and then everyone just started singing Oh Timothy, and then he uh, saw the jock dude he was in love with sitting on the desk just like glistening, like... That dude had oil rubbed on him, just sitting on the desk like, oh, Timothy. And in classic James fashion, I thought it was Timothy singing to Timothy because I thought they looked alike. James was like, this is the same person. In the beginning, then they were they were clearly different types of pastiness. <laughs> I also have that one of the girls that were watching the practice, which they were at an all-boys school, private school, but there were girls there watching practice, I guess. Well, I, I think... Know. Because it's an after-school thing. They were just like, cool, we're here. Yeah. But one of the girls was like, your boyfriend is... Mm. Yeah, guys, that's real delicious. That's hey, real delicious, Let y'all. us know if you have a delicious spouse. Um, hashtag yummy hummy or yummy honey. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, I also just have Lulu, Lulu, Lulu written down. Lulu, Ah, beautiful. James 
saw someone singing that and uh, not that song that James just sang, but just singing Lululululu in varying tones. And James was like, he's an angel. He was angelic. So angelic. And then we found out Timothy was very much angelic. He was, guys. Yeah. That love juice flower just prees nonstop. (laughs) (laughs) That love juice flower is like, you want my love juice? I got the love juice. It just sprayed without warning onto Max. It's just like... And then Max takes off his shirt, just unbuttons it like real quick. And he sits down and he's like, when Timothy comes back, he just goes, missed you. And just like this sexual, not sexual, this sensual pose. And it reminded me so much of how I act towards Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) Like she'll be gone for a minute. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I missed you. She's like, please stop. Stop getting sprayed with the flower, James. Hey, guys, flowers are spraying me nonstop. I'm getting squirted all over by flowers. That love juice. Uh, What if a clown sprayed you and then you fell in love with a clown and then you just found out it was like, I don't know, ecstasy because it's a goddamn juggalo and you wandered your way into the gathering because for some reason you're in Indiana, middle of nowhere, and that's where they love to do that. That sounds explicit and intense. Guys, go to the gathering and get sprayed by a flower. Fall in love with a juggalo. You might have fun. Did you see when he was hallucinating his lines that he was trying to to learn? It was just like, Cupid loves juice. Cupid loves juice. Well, it said Cupid loves love juice. Cupid loves love juice. It's so good, guys. You got to get yourself a batch. And then he just sprays it everywhere on everyone. You can make your own. I said the recipe. James gave you the recipe, but he didn't give you the song, so you've got to watch the movie so that you can get the song that goes with the recipe, because you got to sing the song. The song is, uh, Baby Got Back, L.A. Face with an Oakland Booty. And then you stir it up. Oh, my God. Guys, hashtag Cupid's Love Juice, or just Love Juice. Make a video of you making the, in- with the ingredients. Like I said, it is... Water, water, salt, salt, two prunes, two prunes, a batch of whole flowers, like the petals and everything, petals and everything, white flowers. And I'm not talking like whole wheat flour. No, no, no. Like actual flowers. Or I'm not even talking about that sweet marijuana flour. I'm talking about flowers. Pansies, like pansies flowers and then a lip match toss it in there stir it gingerly then sing don't stir baby got back oakland face with a la booty and then guess what find someone you want to make them love you uh preferably like a relative who has banished you and just fucking dump it on them What I want you to do make it a or holy shit if you're in a football team Make that concoction into a Gatorade jug and then dump that on your coach and see if he loves you. He'll love the whole team. Yeah. Or actually don't do that. <laughs> Dep- actually, depending on what age you are. Uh... If you're in college, it's still a little weird, but do it unless you're like an accelerated student and you're no, not of college age. You're in like a, if you're on like a, a football team, just, uh, just a rec team, a rec team. Okay. Yeah, where you're just all friends. Yeah, or if you're on like a comedy softball team, for sure do this. 
Oh my god! And don't skimp on the salt. Uh, oh I also, no! What if their coach is a slug? Guys, if your coach is a slug or a snail, please don't do this. They'll that, die. They'll friggin' melt right before you. Or if they're a wicked witch of the east, west, north, or south. Or if they're allergic to prunes. Oh my god. But if they're an old man or lady, we've been on record saying they're gross. <laughs> they'll love the prune juice. Love some prune Also, juice. don't skimp. If you use prune juice and no prunes, I don't think it'll work. It has to be water. And the prunes need to just seep in there and it'll become a raisin. Wait, no. That's the opposite. That would rehydrate them. But because it has a salt in there, the salt will extract it and you'll make raisins. Shit, guys. That's not how that works. That's how raisins are made. That's not how raisins are made. We're We're still good on time. I have a couple more notes. Your little warriors may enter in 10 minutes. Until then, the stage is ours. She didn't play. I love that character. She's just like... They're like, oh, you can't do the play because it'll embarrass the rugby dudes and, you know, they're up for state or something like that. And she's like, "Mm, cast is done. We're doing the show. This school has done Shakespeare in this manner for 56 years. And guess what? The school favors academics over athletics. Bam! And then she walks away with her renderings because she doesn't take names because she's... Titania, the fairy queen, obviously. Oh, she was a queen of anything. I'm just a queen of fucking shit. Well, there's fucking shit everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I also enjoyed the... I enjoyed all the songs. I enjoyed all that. The audition song was great. The full dance sequence. His whole going around the town shit when he was singing. That was all beautiful. It was really great. Um, And then... When the jock did hear him singing for the first time during the audition, he's like, someone's like, oh, who's that? And then he's like, oh, no. And then he opens the door and is just like, oh, I'm in love. It was great. And, and then he says, nice pipes. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to destroy them later. I'm going to destroy those pipes. He really didn't say that, guys. But he wanted to. But this movie... I like this genre where it's a slice of life movie, but they insert fantasy into it. Yeah, it's is, yeah. It's kind of like Princess Jellyfish. Have you ever seen that anime? No. Uh, or, or Kirigome, I believe, is the Japanese title of it. You should watch it. It's fucking great. It cool. sucks that there's only six episodes. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'll check it out. Yeah. Possibly, if I remember. Someone will have to tweet at me to remember. Otherwise, I'm not going to. It is possibly a LGBT, uh, but like it questionably, the, the dude likes to dress in drag but his sexuality isn't but it's not in like a comedic way he's like oh well this is what everyone else is doing and i enjoy doing this okay so it's not it it doesn't there's nothing ever problematic about it okay oh except the uncle like fawning over him in drag that's just weird but like not fawning sexually, just being like, I like uh, that you're trying to convince me to watch this, and then you're 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 like, oh wait, oh wait, wait, oh wait. Oh, no, no, I was saying like, hey, eventually, like it would be good to just have in the back of our heads it, to t- talk. In okay, yeah, I don't, I don't well, know what I'm saying. James knows I don't like watching things that aren't gay, so. Oh That's yeah, fair. so I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to play the field here. <laughs> You're playing the whole field. I thought someone said Cupid's a nay bitch lad. And I think that should that's like saying like Cupid isn't a bitch lad. 
Cupid's a real bitch lad. No, he's not. He's a nay bitch Cupid's lad. Cupid's a nay bitch lad. Yeah, he's he's a not bitch lad. But that I've kind of felt that, you know, haven't said it in a long time. Hate has no homo here. And <laughs> that's another catchphrase that needs to be on a goddamn t-shirt. When we found out about the dad leaving him and the wife and all of that shit, she, we find out that he, the son did move out he got kicked out and he lived with frankie for a minute and then the mom you know got him back and kicked the husband out i guess but the mom when they're fighting is like you'd rather live with frankie again is she your mother now and i didn't even think about that until like just now frankie's the friend yeah frankie's the friend of his age i didn't even connect that until just now the mom is like, what, is your best friend who is your age and a girl your mom now? And I'm not your mom? That mom had some issues, and none of it really got resolved in any way. No, not at all. And, yeah, I just want to point that out. Resolve those issues. Her job situation didn't get resolved. Her being homophobic, but like... The only thing she did, so she would be, like, shitty and homophobic and shit like that, and then she would go and, like, Oh, I've got to make your wings. And then we see her like cut up her wedding dress to make wings for him. So I am so far removed of ever getting married that I didn't even think that that was a wedding dress or that was her wedding dress. That was her wedding dress. And she's like, my son needs wings and I've been a little shit. How do I show that I will support him being gay? I'm cutting up my fucking wedding dress. Oh, that's why we were talking about Willy Wonka, because he looks like a cross between Chris Angel, Willy Wonka, and Jack Frost, Jack Frost. when yeah. he's Puck. Because he has on the worst wig that I've ever seen in a movie. Well, not worse. There were worse. Well, I mean, it's a, it, it's true to life of like, this is a yeah. play put on by things. By also, school. what's true to life is that dinner they were eating that's like a total single parent because the big thing is spaghetti. Yeah, it's just spaghetti yeah. and like a hunk of garlic bread. Yep. Yeah, because I eat that, that too. Yeah. James wouldn't let me make him fried chicken for our thing yesterday. No, I just, I no, it's not that I wouldn't let you. I just didn't want to trouble you. No, I was like, I'm going to make you fried chicken. I got to find some tofu. And you're like, I'd rather you not. I was like, oh. Yeah, because, okay. uh, because I don't want to trouble you. Oh, well, if it was trouble me, I don't care. But it sounded like you just didn't want it. Oh, no. So I was like, okay, I fine. really want it. Also, because if I had food in front of me that was chicken, I knew you guys would have made me be on screen eating it, and I wanted to be behind the screen to make sure everything was running smoothly. We could have just had you on during the intermission trying your chicken. Yeah, but hey, it better late happen. than never. It's fine. I will get you chicken one day. I might not have any more notes. I'm Yeah, I'm done with notes as well. Yeah. Cupid's a nay bitch lad, guys. Hashtag it somehow. That's what you gotta know, is Cupid is, honestly, a nay bitch lad. Make that a gay friggin' icon saying, and hate has no homo here, as well as, um, tasty. Yeah, so, oh god. (laughs) (laughs) That has been gift. It is available. It is hilarious. I wasn't even drunk at that point. And that happened. So great. That's are, just me being very extra. Referencing a video that is on Twitter it's and on Instagram. Twitter and Instagram. And at this yeah. movie's gay. Uh, yeah, it's it's beautiful. So watch it. It's a little three second video. But then there's also gifs. I don't know if I put the gif up, but I've got the gifs. So it's amazing. Literally, Warren. 
I sent Warren the video because he was laughing at it with Amanda. So I sent it as a reaction. And then he was like, oh, this looks like GIF. Wait for it. And then sent me the GIF. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. And then TC made one too. So Tasty. beautiful. Tasty. So yeah, uh, this is a great movie. I highly recommend it. I honestly, I've seen this movie a few times and I always forget that it's a musical. So it's always very refreshing to come back and be like, oh, they're singing. And I actually enjoy the songs. And we didn't even talk about the friend Frankie is Zelda Williams, who is Robin Williams' daughter. Yeah, baby. And, you know, she's also in Legend of Korra and other things. But yeah, I love her. She was fun in the movie. And she's also in Legend of Zelda. Am I right, guys? Okay. So yeah, a great movie. I highly recommend. What do you feel? Me too. And please... At This Movie's Gay, we haven't said this in a long time, give us recommendations for movies to watch, especially if you know a great gay musical that is more of a musical than this, like like just straight music. If you have recommendations, send it to us, yes. Frigging given, given to us. And speaking of sending things, that uh, I guess I'll do our plug. Yeah. So uh, follow us on twitter and instagram at this movie's gay tweeted at us all that you can follow me personally on twitter and instagram at core winning that's my name with ing at the end please also follow my theater company that i'm involved with saltbox theater collective uh on twitter and instagram and all of that links and stuff are in the description as always thank you for listening and thank you Please uh, watch our live stream. It's not live anymore, but it was posted on Facebook. So go back and watch it. If you stay till the end, when we were waiting for James to turn off the camera, I started dancing and taking my shirt off. So you can enjoy that. Yeah, and I almost tuck in it. And oh, my God. Like, uh, my hand was... It was literally it was on my his, penis. It was it, in like, his pants, and I, I and pushed him away. I was ready to pull down my pants. But you can find that on Facebook, the Mostly Speaking Sentai. If you just go to facebook.com forward slash Pod, you'll find it. But speaking of other podcasts, I do. If you want to listen to my other shows, my weekly shows, wherever you're listening to this, you can search Mostly Speaking Sentai. Corwin's been on that. What the hell mouth? And hit it in credit or go to mlmpod.com to find out more information about all of those podcasts as well as my rap music marshland monster where you can download all of my cds completely for free uh we also have a donate on mlm pod we're trying to get new windscreens and an area rug to dampen the friggin echo in here lego my echo is what we should be saying because we want it out of here we want to Lego that Echo. Yeah, guys. Ooh, hashtag Lego that Echo. And then do MLMPod.com forward slash donate and then figure out what it's about. Oh, God. Uh, my name's Ben James. I've been Corwin. Bye. Bye. That, we hit it good that for a little bit. <laughs> it was a musical episode, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. 
For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.